episode of Not Your Average Netizens. Uh, this is your host, Tim, a.k.a. Murdy. Um, I am, once again, joined by my uh, fellow two-man podcaster here, uh, Juliet. Yes, hi. It's just us now. Nobody else. I don't know what happened. It was like lots of people and then just us. So, uh, but we'll we'll do our best to cover some of these topics. Tim got mad and fired everybody. Yeah, I, I just, right when I became the host, I got rid of everybody. It was like, forget all of you. <laughs> this is all I need. Ash left. Yep. Um, we're we're going to try to cover some of these topics. Some of them we're not really invested in, so we're going to cover them quickly. Um, hopefully it makes for a faster show and one where there's less. Uh, let's try and figure out something to say. I do want to <laughs> say real quick before we get going. Going. Um, there's been a lot of communication across the little, the, our little K-pop um, podcasting atmosphere thing here. Um, so I do want to shout out uh, a Jincha podcast. Um, I've been talking to uh, your girl Davis a ton, and um, Pink Fashion Ninja is also there. April, I believe, is her name. Um, they're they have an excellent podcast. It's very like comedy, fun times. Uh, so definitely check that out. Um, there's also a podcast. I haven't talked to them too much, but they followed me and kind of talked to me a little bit. It's called the uh, Drama Candy, I believe. Uh, so go check that out. I think that's more Korean and like television, maybe. I'm not. I'm not sure. I need to check that one out. Well, but yeah, I, drama. Yeah, with drama. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I do want to shout them out for following us and kind of retweeting our stuff and showing support. So I mean, we have a kind of small community, so it's cool that we're all friends instead of like some sort of weird rival. Um, so I just wanted to give a shout out to them real quick. Um, we're going to talk, uh, comebacks and, or well, I should say, we're going to talk future comebacks first. Um, got sevens track list came out. Uh, it looks like their release is set for the 27th and their comeback song is going to be called hard carry, right? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Um, I saw some of the pictures. Um, that is a group of very handsome young men. Like, (laughs) I don't know what else to say. Like they're mad handsome. Every time I see them, I'm like, I get it. (laughs) <laughs> I definitely I'm glad to see the light yeah I mean I've always loved Jackson like since debut but like I pretty much love all of them now because I watched so much of Jackson so it was like I gotta watch this whole group <laughs> I gotta know everybody and I was like man Junior's really funny wow JB's really funny when he decides to be and I kind of like when he's just like I'm like the leader watch me be the leader for two seconds and then he gets silly yes. again yeah so awesome. I mean it kind of grew like the only person I don't really like is Bam Bam. And it's more so because he's messy. Like it, I mean, he's a fine, okay person. He's just messy. And I'm like, ah, this is too messy. There's too much mess already. I don't want to do it. So he's going through um, really late puberty. Okay. <laughs> yeah, apparently. <laughs> um, but I am excited because I do like them a lot and I really like their music. Uh, I know a lot of people don't think that girls, girls, girls was a very good debut song, but personally I like it and I still listen to it. So I don't really care. <laughs> Yeah, it's a jam. I like it. So I'm excited. I want another jam. Um, they have they have a good handful of jams that I really like, um, but I do want more from them. I want I want them to like really blow up and start winning on shows and stuff. I'm a little sad that Twice won before them, but it's fine. I get it. Like I totally get it. <laughs> yeah, the um, only the only uh, comeback I've ever been disappointed with Stop Stop It, but that's long in the past. Which one was Stop Stop It? Is that the one with the autotune? It's the one where they're all in weird clothes and he jumps off a building and stuff. Yeah, the the one where they have autotune during the, the chorus, right? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I see. I like that song live. I hate it on album because there's so much autotune, but I liked it live a lot. I thought it came out really good when you didn't have to listen to the annoying autotune in the middle. <laughs> 
Jesus, that auto tune really actually listen to the song, though. Huh? When you didn't actually have to listen to the song. Yeah, when I got the version that was recorded, or like was them in the recording booth, that's the one that I want. I don't want the mastered and auto tuned one. Get that one out of here. Um, no, I, that happened with IOI and Pick Me, Pick Me Up or whatever. I don't know if I've heard that one. I might have to. Well, go don't back listen and to the studio version if you do. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of IOI, um, IOI is having a comeback soon. Uh, they will be coming back with a song made by JYP, in fact. Um, I believe the date, mm, they don't have a date. So it's going to be in October, though. And they're coming back with all 11 members, which crazy, but cool. Um, I don't really know anything about IOI, but cool that they're coming back and cool they're coming back with JYP. I'm waiting for that JYP whisper. <laughs> That's probably never going to happen again. No, I believe in the whisper. Don't you say that. When we, we haven't seen it since, like, when haven't we seen it since? A long time ago. Yeah, I know. It's been too long. I thought we were going to see it for the song with um, Hyoyeon, Min, and Joe Kwan, but we didn't get it there, and I was really confused. Um, yeah, also coming back... Oh, go for it. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say, it's also disappointing that Ravi has stopped saying his name in songs. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All I know is uh, a couple of my friends have like a running joke every time somebody talks about Ravi or, or uh, Vix, right? Yes. No. Yeah, Vix, okay. And, like, every time there's a friend of mine who will always just be like, Ravi! Every single time. And it drives me that's, nuts. Like That's no more. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm glad because I'm tired of it. <laughs> well, then. I'm just tired of my friend doing it. I don't listen to Vix, so I can't judge them. Oh, okay. But, yeah. Um, also coming back, and I don't, I don't think we covered this on the last one, but if we did, it's fine because we're only going to mention it. Uh, Dalshabit's coming back um, on September 29th. I don't know anything about this group other than they have like one song that I kind of like. So I don't really have anything to say, but I do want to mention that they are coming back so that nobody comes for me and goes, why didn't you mention them? We know they're here. Yeah, we know. Yeah, maybe I'll listen to it because, you know, I try to watch all the comebacks now and have an opinion on them. So I'll totally listen to it, watch the music video and all that good stuff. Can't promise I'll care, but I will listen to it. I promise all you like 12 Dal Shabbat fans, I'll be there for you. Same. Also coming back, another girl group that I don't know about and don't care about is Crayon Pop. They're coming back with a song whose name title I cannot pronounce, but it's like Do Doom Chit, something like that. Sure. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know. Nothing about Crayon Pop caters to me. So, like, nothing they've done yet has appealed to me with the exception of, like, one of their members being in a bum key music video. That's the most that I know about Crayon Pop. So, um, but again, they're going to come out. I'll watch it. And there's a lot of Crayon Pop fans. So I'll be here for all of you lot of Crayon Pop fans. Well, they have the potential to release a really good song. Like, I think FM was really good. So I still want to see what they're going to do, too. Is FM the one where they were, like, Power Rangers? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that that one was that one wasn't too bad. All I remember it from it though is that they were Power Rangers. Like I, I just I can't get over the Power Ranger thing. But they made you remember it, so That's fair. That is fair. It's a concept I do remember. Um also coming back is A Pink. They're coming back with their album Pink Revolution and their song will be called Only One. Um I'm not sure the date on the comeback. I know it's out and I just don't have it in this thing that I'm looking at. But uh as a like Unji Stan, I am super excited because any excuse to see Unji on my screen is a a okay with me. Like I don't care what she does, I'll watch it. So to clarify, he doesn't care about anybody else, just Unji. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't I can't help it. Like I like her vocals a lot, and I like her as a person. She also has like a ridiculously large smile, and that is my weakness. Big smiles, yes. weak. Great that's eye it. smile, ten yep. stars. 
Oh, 10 stars. All of the stars. Every star you can give her, she can have them. I don't care. It's fine. <laughs> she also has a really cute video with her little brother coming to visit her and surprise her at a fan signing. And I can watch that video every day. Like, my heart as a father just warms so extremely fiercely to that moment. So I don't know what you want from me. Um, also coming back, I, I feel like there's somebody in our podcast group that likes this group maybe it's you um monster x is coming back is that you that likes this group i like them but i'm not like a stan like well i don't think i don't think anybody in our group is a stan of them but (laughs) (laughs) i know i think there's like one or two people and i thought one of them was you that likes monster x so um, i do like them a lot but okay excellent so they're coming back um september no sorry october the 4th with their song guilty is that the name uh i just know the name of the album so is the album is the album called the clan yeah the clan part (laughs) 2.5 i don't know where part two went but (laughs) okay all right whatever monster x um let's just hope it's better than part one yeah fair enough i'm excited to see the track list i guess it comes out tomorrow so maybe we should have waited um i just want to see if gary boyd did another song for them because he is an angel and a saint so i would really like another song from him i really like um the song he did for them their not their last comeback or was it their last one now i don't remember the one where they're at the gas station in the music video rush yeah rush that's it um i really like that song obviously i don't like it enough to remember the name but i do like it like if it comes on when i'm just kind of in my weird pit of watching youtube videos i'll totally watch that video every single time so he'll definitely click if it's in the recommended oh yeah if it's right there in the recommended be like oh rush yeah please Um, but yes, they're coming back. So there's that. Some comebacks that we've actually seen that have arrived. Song Jiun made her comeback with the song Bobby Doll. And it's very strange music video. I don't know how you I felt about the music video. Huh? I was wondering how you felt about it because you didn't like her cute stuff and you didn't like her ballad stuff. So I was wondering how you liked this one. So for the song, I like this song. Like this song is what I want from her vocals. I like that it is strange like it it almost has a fun feel to it the first like when you just read the lyrics but when you hear the song it's like a little bit haunting it's it's a strange mix of like i want to do this concept that makes you think about what i'm doing instead of like oh it's just a sexy concept or a cute concept or a sad concept or whatever it's kind of like a mix of like it's sad but it's weird and i really like that it's very very interesting i can't think of a song off the top of my head that a regular idol has done that reminds me of this kind of concept the music video is wildly bleak like good god (laughs) i was just watching it like man this video makes me wildly uncomfortable um she looked really cute in it or like really pretty in it i should say um but like very very sad and everything about it is very very sad and torturing so it was a very it was very strange but i really like it because it's like a concept that's unique um there's nothing really out like it right now so i I really did like this one cool (laughs) i i see where you're coming from with the uniqueness and it's like interesting it's not my thing like i like um don't look at me like that or something like that i forgot what it's called but you know she can do whatever she wants, so. Yeah, I mean, if nothing else, like, even if I didn't like the song, I liked that she nailed it, right? Like, I feel like she aced the concept and the song itself. Like, so. she didn't make it weird. She owned it. Yeah, yeah. Like, it feels like it's in her wheelhouse. And if you had asked me before this music video, I'd be like, she could never do a concept like that. You're out of your mind. And she nailed it. Like, she impressed me in her range of ability in, in this song alone. So I really did like it. Uh, it's definitely probably the song that I would pick if you made me pick a song by her. So also 
we had another sort of dark music video with Infinite's The Eye. Um, how did you feel about this? Well, first of all, I had no idea what was going on in the video. Like, it's just a bunch of elves being weird, crying stuff. I like the music video, though, because, I mean, the the music in the video, it feels like they're coming a little bit more towards, like, the back sound instead of bad. Because bad was good, but it was a completely, it wasn't infinite at all. So right. I'm glad they're sort of going back to that. What do you think? Like you, I, I don't know what's going on in the music video. I was wondering if maybe like when there's subtitles and stuff, I'll get an idea. Like maybe that's relevant. I liked the song until the dance break. And there's like two reasons that I don't like it. One, I I don't like that when they decided to do a dance break in the music video, they cut away from the dance. Like if you have a part of your song <laughs> that is strictly for dance, show me the dance. Don't show me people standing there holding stuff and being really weird. I get it. Give me that during the chorus. Give me the dance when it's dance time. Because as a song itself, I couldn't listen to this song by itself. This is one of those songs for me that is like a performance song. You would you would expect to see it performed live or see the music video. And that's where like this gap where the music completely shifts would be relevant because you would see the excellent dancing that Infinite is always able to do. Um, mm-hmm. So for me, like that drags down the song because instead of showing me that in the music video so i could always go well i can just watch the music video and i'll like the song they instead gave me weird scenes and cut away from the dance when i want to see it so i'll probably watch the live performances when the song comes on like that'll be where i really gauge how i feel about it but for just the song by itself i'm not really a fan um for the music video it's cool it's interesting um but again, like for whatever reason, when I see Infinite, I just want to watch them dance. Like I don't, I don't really want to watch them doing other stuff. So I don't know. I think I have unrealistic expectations of Infinite because they're such good dancers. <laughs> You're just like, just release a dance performance video. Yeah, like that's what I'm waiting for. I'm like, you know what? You did it for like most of the songs I can remember by you. Give me my dance version of the Eye and let's go home. <laughs> let's not yeah. play this game anymore. <laughs> let's not pretend to be RC and like have a story in our videos. Yeah, and because I don't know what the story is, I'm even more like, I just don't know what's going on. Just show me the dance. I see you guys dancing. I see you filmed the dance. Show me the dance. I know it's there. (laughs) I know it's there. I know you have that dance version. Just push that out. Give me your real music video second. Give me the dance version first. No, then they're going to be like Vix or like whoever else. They're like, if we get to uh, 5 million views, then we'll release the dance. Oh, God. I'll leave it. I'll put it in that YouTube repeat uh, and go to work or something. I don't know. We'll figure it out. We'll get you there if that's what you need. Last thing I want to say about this, for Gangwoo fans, he got to sing, and that's amazing. There you go. Uh, isn't he yeah. normally like a rapper? Yeah, but he's gotten to sing in a few uh, instances, and I really like his oh, voice. Okay. So. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Cool. Um, well, congrats to all you Dongwoo fans. Um, <laughs> I just I don't know a lot about Infinite as part of the issue. So the only song by them that I really like, if it comes on, I have to stop everything and listen to is uh, their debut song. Oh, nice. Like every time I hear it, I'm like, oh, this jam. <laughs> this song every single time does it for me. Um, you just start the choreo. Yeah, I wish. <laughs> I wish I was half that talented. Um, also uh, with a comeback is uh, Mamamoo with their song, New York. Um, you didn't get a chance to watch this one, right? No, I didn't like thoroughly listen to it. So um, I'll just kind of hit it quick. The song is really good, actually. Um, there's a ton of uh, Moonbill getting to rap, which, I mean, this is what I'm here for. Um, but 
they kind of wove it in in like a very non-traditional way so she just kind of like raps at times like you're, you're just you're kind of getting a verse and then all of a sudden she raps and then you're like okay cool and we get to the bridge and she raps again it's like all right okay cool um she definitely is like a lot of that song but the other girls don't feel like completely removed from it either at the same time maybe it's because they're they're more of a focus in the music video um but i really i really liked it a lot the music video was very cute um Everybody finally has like nice hair, which God bless you guys for finally, <laughs> finally doing that. I liked it. I mean, it was it was a good time. I thought it was really cute. They have the ability to like really shine as personalities, even in music videos, which is very rare. So I think like people who are real huge stands of Mamamoo are very, very lucky to have this group because they're very like animated and they have so much personality and it really you can really tell that they're like enjoying what they're doing. They enjoy the music. They enjoy their performances and filming and everything. So um, hopefully that never changes. That's, I know that's a hard thing to keep up with like a crazy schedule where you're super busy, but I really, but I really like the song and I really dig the way they interacted with, with each other in the music video itself. Um, I thought it was a good time. I feel like they continue to do this kind of like women power thing, which I really like, like it's kind of rare still. Um, Except but, it, it's like not thrown in your face. Right, exactly. Is- yeah, it's not like, we need to make it a point to show you this. It's kind of, it seems like it's like some girls who are hanging out and Wien has a boyfriend that's long distance, but her girlfriends are like, yo, you don't get to just sit at your house and do nothing. We're in New York. Let's go party. And they like close the laptop on her and they go out and have fun. <laughs> but it's it's still like just them going out to have fun. Like we don't need anybody. We can just go have fun. It's very interesting. It's cool. Um I really like the music video and how they put it together. And I feel like it fits the song really well. And again, like I said, Moon Girl being all over it fit perfect. I really like it. Sweet concept for them. Good job, Mama Moo. Yep. Solid. Uh, Ash would be proud as a huge Mama Moo stand. <laughs> <laughs> um, is there any other comebacks or debuts you wanted to talk about? Okay. So something we have to talk about is the controversy over Bobby's fans giving him like a gigantic gift of stuff. And giving Minnow shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at the picture now. I, I hadn't seen this before. It's very sad to see like two pieces of, or two bottles of juice and like a sandwich or something. <laughs> like, and then he has like this basket of delicious everything. Like, are you guys serious? You can't just buy the same thing. Like, that's rude for as just a person to person thing. But like, Minnow, Minnow, sorry, Minnow is awesome. And He's just as much a part of Mob as Bobby is, so... Yeah, um, I'm really... Like, honestly, I'm really disappointed because, you know, if you scroll down and look at the other thing, the Winter fandom sent gifts as well, and they heard that Bobby couldn't eat seafood, so they swapped out the entire menu for him to make sure that the amount of food that both members got was equal. Like, the other side of the fandom that took care of Bobby... As well as Mino, Bobby, your sweet precious prince, as well as Mino, did their due diligence in providing both of them with an equal basket so nobody like was rude or unfair. And then the yeah, Icon so, fans turn around and are just jerks. Yeah, so now Icon fans are getting are going to get a reputation, just like a bunch of other groups, and that's fun, but not it, I mean, part of like the biggest issue is they kind of deserve it. Like they deserve to be slammed for this. This is pretty rude. Like no, it's I agree. one it's one thing to like get them separate baskets, you know, and put more in one. I get it that your favoritism, but like 
you could have at least tried to make it pretty close or like, you know, have give Bobby like something special so that he knows it's from Bobby's fans. Like not to mention know. it's not like this it's not like this super extravagant gift. Like it's food and flowers. Right. Easy stuff, right? Like food yeah. and flowers. Like you gave Bobby all of this food. Why didn't you just say, Hey, why don't you split it between the two baskets? Even worse is Mino's basket is smaller even. So it's like not only does Bobby have a large ass basket, but Mino has a smaller basket and you couldn't even fill it. Like you couldn't put more than three things in it. It's that's that's messed up. That is real messed up as far as I'm concerned. And like these guys are friends. Think about how like I'm sure Bobby was kind of embarrassed about this or something. Yeah, they're really close. Bobby and Mino were always really close. So it's like not only did you shit on his subunit like mate, but you also shit on his best friend. Like really, really guys, come on. I don't understand. But yeah, that's what I'm mad about today. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you. I mean, it looks like um, when when Mino's fans sent like the or Bobby and Mino stuff, they sent uh, like a lot of stuff that had you know Song Mino's face on it, and it said Hot Body or whatever. But like, see, to me, that's fine. That is what I expect, right? Because you're showing like, oh yes, this is my fandom, but I'm also supporting both of you guys. I'm giving you the food and everything. It just has Bobby's face on it. Who cares? Or not Bobby's face, sorry, Mino's face. Who cares? That's fine. If you brought me a freaking giant delicious sandwich and it just had Bobby's face on it, I'd be like, yeah, dope. I have a sandwich. <laughs> like, I don't know what you want. <laughs> it's so like, funny. I, I mean, I don't, I don't understand. It, it's really rude. Like, I'm really disappointed. I know that my words probably will never touch a Korean icon fans like ears, but like you can do better than that. You're you all are better than that. Come on now, that's, that's not oh, right. I'm gonna learn Korean, and in three years I will send them a strongly worded letter. <laughs> Be like, remember that time three years ago? <laughs> yep, that was wrong, uh, and yeah, that's the end of it. I'm really disappointed in you guys. Thanks for getting better or something. Like I don't know. I, I have. I hope that they do get better. I know that the fandoms of YG are younger now, especially now that we have much younger members and all that stuff. But like, let's kind of be adults about stuff. You know, you, there's no reason I know to treat. Twelve, but let's be adults. Yeah, I mean, at least like if you're gonna spend money to send your fan, your favorite something, like be reasonable. Send them like stuff as a unit. It's the same with like when you talk about full groups and they get gifts from their fans because, you know, the fans separate fan clubs will send stuff. And then you have like the one person in the group who's like the least popular member and he gets like Jack did or she gets Jack Diddley. And it's like, come on, dude, you're supposed to be fans of the whole group. Like it's a lot of people. Oh, that just reminds me of something else that I can't rant about right now. <laughs> we'll save it. We'll have a rant show one day or something. So I don't know if you got the chance to watch it, but on the YG thing, um, CL recently got to perform on the Late Late Show with James Corden. Um, did you get a chance to watch that? No, I didn't even know she was on there. Oh, yeah, I guess she, I did, but yeah, I forgot. She, she got like a little moment where she got to interact with him and she was backstage or whatever, and he kind of shouted out her fans. Um, but the bigger thing is when she got to perform, I think we now know like the vibe that Lifted was supposed to have. I'm still on the fence about like, pretending that I like the song and just being like, I just like CL and I just want to support her. But for me, this is like, if somebody was like, oh, you need to show me this song by CL, this is the performance I would show them instead of the music video. Because it's very much so her and like her element where she's kind of just hanging out and having fun and being cute with people. She gets a moment where she puts her arm around James Corden and makes him sing with her. It's fantastic. Like, <laughs> it's so cute. Um, but the Korea, performance is really cute. Kidding. 
No, I wish it's lifted, so there's no Korean. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh, it's makes... so weird. He sings the uh, the like chorus part, so um, like the super easy part. He probably just learned the song, but he did seem like interested and into the moment. So, I mean, that's really all you can ask for when you're talking about a Korean celebrity being on an American TV show. But I guess in the wake of this performance, uh, CL has also announced a tour, her Hello Bitches tour. She has like, I don't know, eight shows, something like that. Let's see. Nine shows. And it's 90 minute set of what? Like, <laughs> I don't, I'm it's really gonna be. It's going to be lifted in 20 different remixes. <laughs> yeah, that's all. Or like the entire to anyone catalog, just her version, like her parts of it or something. I don't know. I'm sure there's going to be to anyone songs. I really doubt. Maybe it'll be like a medley, but I doubt we would be able to have a CL concert that doesn't have to anyone, especially since she has like writing credits all over the Crush album. It just wouldn't make sense. But the interesting part is it was confirmed she will be performing new music. So it's a matter of how much new music. Like, are we going to get two songs or something? And the rest of it's going to be like Lifted and Hello Bitches and then Hello Bitches at the end and then Hello Bitches for the Encore or something like like Jay-Z and Kanye when they had their tour and they played uh, Inwards in Paris like a hundred times. <laughs> I really, I hope we don't get that with Hello Bitches or whatever. But she's having shows in New York and Seattle, Vancouver, San Francisco, LA, Dallas, Atlanta, Chicago, Toronto. If you are a CL fan, you have kind of a lot of chances to see her. I mean, that's a bigger US tour than my boy Taeyang has had. So, you know, I'm not mad about it. He didn't even have a tour. He had one show. I know. <laughs> I know that's why I'm mad about. Uh, but you know, I I really like CL, so I'm torn. Like, I keep looking at the tickets and information page, and I'm like, God, am I going to be dumb enough to buy tickets to this stupid concert and drive four hours to go see 90 minutes of CL? And at the same time, I'm like, Yeah, I would totally do that. That sounds perfectly reasonable to me. So, Ask drunk Tim. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm gonna have to do. Be like, drunk Tim, do you think this is a good idea? He's gonna be like, Uh, yeah, you love CL. Like, God dang. All right. So you have to do it for the podcast. Come back and tell us how it was. That's that's kind of part of it too. Is like it's something I could talk about on the podcast. I'm sure. I mean, as much as like I'm kind of giving her crap for going on tour with no album or anything. At the same time, one thing CL does have in like ridiculous, ridiculous surplus amount is charisma. So the idea of her putting on a 90 minute set is only weird to me because she doesn't have 90 minutes of music. Everything else about it, I'm, I think it's totally reasonable. Like CL headlining a concert, I could see that. That's fine. If somebody told me CL was going to be the headline for like a YG concert, I'd be like, well, I'm confused why it's not Big Bang, but I guess. <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> I wouldn't be that mad about it. So I, I can kind of see it and I'll probably end up going if anybody's going to the LA show because that's what I would be going to. See you there, dude. <laughs> like i'm probably going so especially if i can do it for the podcast we'll, we'll, see, we'll see what goes on they have some kind of vip package that's not like four thousand dollars i might get that might go say hi i don't know we'll see but very strange very strange that she gets a concert also news uh we have a new couple a new otp now that um love is dead and bradgelina <laughs> is dead and all that stuff wonder girls ian is officially dating 2am's uh jinwoon so um, I know that 2AM used to be on JYP. I'm assuming that's how they met and know each other and all that stuff. But it sounds like they've been dating. I guess they've been dating since 2014. Um, so I, I guess they're a, not new. I think it's in four years. I'm not oh, sure. I don't know. Oof, that'd be crazy. <laughs> 
I know they've been they've been dating for a while. Oh, three years, three years. There it is. So before 2014. Um, but that's congrats cool. To yeah, congrats. Three years. That's that's a long time, and they kept it under wraps for three years. Well done. Well okay. done. That is not impressive. I would say keeping a baby and a wife under wraps for years. Well, wait up. Who did that? Uh, there's a guy named Byung-ho in 24K, and then also Eli from Yukis. Oh, he didn't keep his baby secret. He told us that he was getting married and has a baby on the way. Not when it happened, though. I thought he did. I thought he got in, or I thought uh, he made it like I an did. announcement that he was getting married because he was having a baby. I don't know. I think he got married like a year or something before. I don't know. But I know Byung-ho had a baby and a wife for years before. That's crazy. So I'll, I'll give it to you. That is definitely way more crazy than three years. But then again, you also have Seven, who we didn't know about his relationship until seven years or whatever it was. So <laughs> seven or some of these seven. people. Yeah, I know. Some of these people, they're real good at keeping quiet. Some of these other people, like Zico and Sulyan, for example, a little too obvious. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to do. Um, but congrats to them. I think that's a really cute couple. So hopefully, but, okay. hopefully they last. Don't forget the even better couple. <laughs> this week it was rumored that Lee Min Ho and Taylor Swift were dating. Oh, Lord have mercy. <laughs> I don't know where this rumor has come from, but can Lee Min Ho even speak enough English to, to date Taylor know, Swift? Right? No, my favorite thing about this is that I think his company denied it. It's like, no, like we're we're offended or whatever. Like We're offended, wow. No, like the quote that they said was, we think it's an international groundless rumor. It's completely untrue. Lee Min Ho and Taylor Swift have never even met before. <laughs> That's so awesome. <laughs> like, I'm, she would be so lucky. <laughs> yeah, I'm really shocked that they even humored it, first off. But it's even funnier to me that you pick, like, Taylor Swift of all people, who literally <laughs> just got out of a dating, like, of a relationship. I'm just like, are we going to get a song on her next album that references some Korean guy? Like, what? I don't understand. What what are, what are we doing? Taylor Swift? Taylor Swift doesn't speak <laughs> Korean as far as I know. And I'm pretty sure Lee Mino doesn't speak enough English to talk to Taylor Swift long enough for them to, like, even have a date. So, Words aren't a barrier in their love, Tim. I, you know what? Touche. I, I got nothing for that. You must be right. <laughs> bet, I bet they just send each other like idol music videos. Like he sends her American music videos, and she sends him Korean music videos that she watched the subtitles for. That's probably how they communicate. <laughs> no what what would their what would their dating name be? Swift Ho. <laughs> <laughs> I, yes, applause. I mean, obviously. <laughs> oh wow! Speaking on dating, though, uh, there was a, a scandal. Kind of, uh, I would say at the kind of an unfounded scandal, a little bit of one of those like when people misinterpret or jump headlines or something like that to what people are saying and don't really pay attention. Recently, uh, Exo Suho uh, was asked about uh, dating and age gaps and the biggest age difference that he would date. The statement that was translated was basically like, I can accept from 14 to 38. And then he acknowledged that he'd be jailed for dating a minor. The actual quote as translated is uh, biggest age difference, people with the same zodiac sign as me, both older and younger, I can accept. From 14 to 38, I'm 26, so, and then he pauses, and he says, but like for the minors, I'd go away in chains. Come to me once you're an adult. So, there's two things here. One, still a little bit creepy that he'd be willing to date like an 18 or 19 year old when he would be like, so, what are we talking, 14? So, he'd be 
almost 30 or would be 30 when these people are turning 18, 31 when they're turning 19. Little weird. Like that, I mean, I think people would probably give certain people a pass on dating younger people, but I think the general stigma towards older people dating younger people, especially older guys dating younger women, is that they're grooming them and then these girls are way too young to be responsible and so they're just kind of like stealing them away because we still live in kind of a culture where people believe women can't make their own decisions. So, um, And we definitely live in a culture where men take advantage of women. So I get where that's coming from and I can see where people are like really upset at him, but I do think people kind of jumped the gun a little bit. Like, I think they saw him say 14 to 38 and stopped there. And we're instantly like, he's a pedo, nasty. Whereas it's probably more like he was saying that the younger girls don't really bother him. I think that's kind of the statement he's trying to make, right? Is that... Well, he, I think he was just giving a range in a weird way. Like, um, what's the difference in it? Like 12 years? Like 12 years down, 12 years up or something? Yeah, right. 12 years down, 12 years up. Yeah, I think that's right. Or, But he just said it in a weird way. Right. Yeah. yeah. That I mean, that makes the most sense for me. And I know 12 years is like a really big gap for people. Um, but I do know couples that are that have a 12 year age gap. So to me, like it's weird, mostly just because there's like a literal 10 year difference where you've experienced 10 years of the world that this other person has not um, that would know nothing about this 10 years. And 10 years is such a long time in terms like I look at everything from a nerdy perspective because I work in IT. So for me, when I think 10 years, I think of what happened in tech in 10 years. Like craziness happened in tech in 10 years. <laughs> so like 10 years ago, we have stuff that doesn't even exist anymore. It's been completely phased out. So that's more like the weird thing for me. And that's that's the way like my mind processes stuff is like how long in terms of tech are we separated? Will you know... Like a cord, like the fact that phones used to be on walls and that we all shared one phone line and we didn't all have cell phones. Like <laughs> that's that's where my mind would go, right? So if some like eighteen year old for whatever reason wanted to date me, which I don't think I have anything in common with a damn eighteen year old, but regardless, <laughs> my first question would be like, Do you know what a floppy disk is? If your answer is no, you're too young. Do you know the original Power Rangers? No, you're too young. We're out. Like I, I don't know. I have the Power Ranger rule. If you don't know the original Power Rangers, we can't date. <laughs> That's it. That's how it works. So I don't know. I mean, I get his point. I think he's in a weird spot too, because if he kind of had exiled younger fans, he'd be in trouble. Like if he had said, oh, I could only date somebody two years younger than me, there's going to be a ton, a ton of people that are exo fans that are butthurt. So he was walking a very weird rope and he expressed the gap that he'd be willing to date in a very strange way. But I don't think you can really like harp on him for it personally. Yeah, you can't be... You can't be mad at Daddy Suho. <laughs> Suho with a dollar sign for the S. Suho with the dollar sign. Oh, Lord. Uh, yeah, I, I definitely think you can't judge him for this. Now, can you judge him for being willing to date somebody who's like 12 years his younger? I guess. Like, I mean, I can't want. tell you that you can't, I guess. Like I said, personally, I wouldn't do it. But I also, if you're an adult and they're an adult, I don't feel like I have any right to tell you how to live your life because I feel like, especially for me as a straight male, like I don't have any right to tell a woman who she can and can't date. Right. And I realize that in Korean culture, it's a lot different, but I'm not Korean. So I don't think I have a right to weigh in either, no matter what, like I don't actually know the situation, you know, for all I know, one of these like huge age gap couples could be a couple that lasts until like the oldest one dies because they're wildly in love with each other and the age really didn't matter. I just, I personally don't know. So instead of like 
throwing my opinions everywhere. I'm just like, hey, man, I don't know. You do you. It's not me. It doesn't hurt me. So I think there was way too much um, hope in that statement. Like, Brangelina is over. We can't say that people are going to stay together forever. Yeah. No, yeah. I, we can't, dude. Brangelina's over. And they were together for so long. They get married and their their whole life is ruined. They They're telling so many babies. Come yeah, on, guys. For real. For real. That's the worst part. I'm like, where are all these babies going to go? Are they going to split, like, custody? I, I don't... I want to know. That's what I want to know about, because... There's a lot of little babies, dude. A lot of cute little babies. <laughs> they have like a ranch of cute little babies that seem to be living the <laughs> life. And it's crazy. Love's dead, dude. I don't know. <laughs> that was the epitome of love and now it's gone. So Yeah, it's gone. I can't I can't ever expect anything more. But I guess there is still love in the world because our last topic, or well, my last topic anyways, is going to be based on this funny, funny rankings poll that we got on favorite female idols, or I should word it as it's worded, uh, female idols loved by lesbians in Korea. So there is still love. It's lesbian love for female idols. So we're here. So I'm going to ask you first, since you, since you haven't seen this, who do you think the top three are? Who would you guess oh the God, top three are? No, because like... Korea picks people that I don't even think should be there. Um, <sighs> well, what would your, uh, what would you think if take Korea out of it and like Korea's standards for beauty and all that? If if somebody was to run up to you and ask right now, who are the three girls that lesbians like in Korea? Oh my god, Hwasa. No, uh, I don't know. For some reason, okay. For some reason, Hwasa, Nana, and who else? Uh I can't even think of Kurt, sorry. Okay, so those two are on this list. They are not in the yes. top ten. Oh, dang Not it. in the top ten, though. So number one is Irene from Red Velvet, which is funny because Irene was recently at, like, a fan signing where they asked her, like, something about a woman crush or something, and she basically made it very clear that she will be marrying a man. So I'm a little <laughs> surprised, but I guess love yourself. I don't know. You want the ones they can't have, any ever people. That's fair. Tied with Irene is uh, Crystal from FX. And then you have uh, Solgi from Red Velvet. Moonbyul from Mamamoo, which is the one that I would think would be in the top five. So that's the only one that I got right. Um, Taeyeon from Girls' Generation. Uh, oh, Wee-in. Yeah. Wee-in from Mamamoo. Solar from Mamamoo. Uh, and Solar yeah, twi- tied... Uh, yeah, for real. Uh, Solar tied with uh, Jeon... Yun from Twice. I'm not sure who that is because I don't know Twice well enough. Jiang Jian, what? G Jung Yun. Oh, Jung Yun, the one with short yeah. hair. Oh, okay. And then nine was Wendy, and ten was Kim Do Yun from IOI. Um, basically, they love Red Velvet and Mamamoo. Yeah, pretty much, and at least in the top ten, right? Um, and the the gap between like eleven and ten is pretty small. The gap between like five and six is like 200 votes. So it's pretty big. Like once, once you go beyond five, it gets pretty big. But so Hwasa made it. She was number 14. Um, cool. Gaian made it. She was 13. I think that's, I think, and uh, Amber is the other one that I thought would be in the top three. She was 11. So I don't know. I mean, I guess I don't know. I, my finger is not on the pulse, clearly. It's more uh, than Lee mine. You got one in the top five, so. That's fair. Lee Hyori made it. Uh, she was number 19. Uh, Nana was 22. Hyuna from Nine Muses was 24. And Kyungri from Nine Muses was 25. Uh, Yubin also made it. She was 30. 
Which is funny because you've been had like, I guess, apparently a lesbian comment scandal like way back before debut, but maybe people are too young to know that. I don't know. And then Hani made it from EXID. Mina made it from Twice. A um, couple other IOI girls and G Friend girls. And Gion from Wonder Girls also made it, which clearly that won't happen. Uh, but, you know, and Jessica made it. Jessica was number 39 and Boa was 35. So. How um, how many people voted in this? Uh, there was a total of nine thousand three hundred and fifty six votes. Oh, cool. yeah. So cool. they had they had quite a like quite a big pool of people. Um, I'm I don't know where it was uh, where they did their I don't know where they did their pooling or whatever if it was on a forum or something like that. But one thing that I did want to bring up though, and uh, I don't know I don't know how you feel about it, but there there are quite a few girls here who are pretty young. Um, all the IOI girls, the Twice girls. Uh, the G friend girls, they're all pretty young and obviously form places that covered this. And I'm explicitly talking to Amona here. They kind of reacted as expected in that they just assumed this is like kind of an, a list of idol girls that lesbians would like to sleep with and thus reacted accordingly saying, you know, it was gross or weird that um, these young girls had made it on the list. And I do on one side, I get where they're coming from because we don't know the age group that was pulled for this. But at the same time, like, I don't think it's weird for a girl to say she thinks this girl is pretty just because they're a lesbian. Doesn't mean they want to bang this girl. Like that's, there's no, it doesn't have to be sexual. It could be nothing. It could just be like, Oh, this girl's really pretty. And I like her a lot, or she's really cute. And I like her attitude. Like people kind of jumped on the, like, this clearly is about banging. And I think part of it is because anytime you see female idols, you assume that's what it is or you're typically greeted with like males comment or weigh in on idols and for for pretty just reasons people assume if the dude likes this girl then he wants to bang her right so Mm -hmm. i kind of get where people are coming from and their like kind of upsetness but i think people do forget that most fans in korea and this is a a um pulling of korean fans so it's very important to remember that most korean fans are between the ages of like 13 and like 20 like early 20s so there's like obviously girls who hold on beyond that but that is the majority that is the audience that you cater to is that group now remember that i said 13 like that is wildly young and i know that there's going to be any range of that girls that group in this group that has voted in this poll now could there be older people of course there can lee hiori made it so i would assume that 138 people at least <laughs> like are older and probably voted for lee hiori Gaian also made it so like i would assume that quite a bit of these people are are older but i think the vast majority of the people who weighed in on this and you can kind of tell from the people who are in the top 10 are probably younger girls like very young probably underage girls so they probably voted for people that they see like realistically this is a girl around my age this is the kind of girl that i'm attracted to right so um because i think most people's favorites are like the types of people they're attracted to or they have some sort of trait of people that they're attracted to so um the like the only reason i bring this up is because i really think that it should be noted you can't assume stuff like that and especially in a poll that doesn't say like female idols that lesbians want to date it says female idols loved by lesbians in korea like that's it. And maybe that translation is wrong, but that's the translation we have to work with. That's the translation we have to respond. And to me, that just sounds like people that they're fans of. I can be a fan of a girl from twice without wanting to bang her. 
Like I know it's a weird concept for a lot of people, but there's plenty of people that I love that I have no interest in banging. I love Jackson to death. I have zero interest in getting him naked. Like literally zero. I can't express that to you enough. (laughs) Rain might be a different story, but Jackson zero. I promise. So, um, so like the point is like, you can like somebody without thinking of them that way. And I feel like people have such a hard time holding on to that idea or they immediately see something and villainize it. And I think it's a representation of our culture because we're kind of in a bad place in that, like people assume the worst of everybody. And I think a lot of people did that. A lot of people jumped to that. And I'm worried that in the future, we'll continue to see this and one day it's going to bite us in the ass because it's going to be something completely innocent and we're going to make it a bigger deal than it really is. And then it's going to be egg on our face. So that's the only reason I bring it up. Um, how do you, uh, outside of that, cause clearly that's a serious thing. How do you feel about this list? Um, well, I didn't even think about it that way. So um, I think it's also important to note that even older guys that like younger idols don't necessarily feel that way about them that I want to bang them away because I have a friend who's 26 and he just really likes Somi from Produce One um, from IOI but he doesn't you know treat her like some sort of I don't know sex similar or something I don't know I don't right. have too much to say about it but I think you covered it pretty well yeah I mean uh, a good example obviously I'm I'm older um, I'm 27 and I'm a huge stan of Minzy and I have been since debut I don't see her in the like I'm standing her because I think she's super hot and I want to be intimate with her. I really like her as a talent. I like her as a person. I thought she was very sweet and very cute and her attitude that I got to see and her stage presence is what drew me to her. So it has nothing to do with like me wanting to be intimate. It is literally me. Like if you've made me write a list of people that were in my top 10 of ladies, like Minzy's going to be in that list strictly because I just adore her as a person. So it's worth like it is a uh, a risky topic right because i do understand especially when you're talking dudes like i totally understand that instant reflex of like this there's nothing good about this i get that and i think especially with korean men and you know i'm not saying that we're better than korean men or anything like that i'm not saying that there's just a history of korean men enjoying to date younger women so i do see the problem in that I, I really do. And I feel for a lot of people, um, I know that a big topic is always when people bring up Sully and Choza. And I have my own feelings on that. And I don't think it's any of our business. But I do understand when people say like, oh, he he's like he um, brought her up to date him and things like this. Like, I, I get it. I do. I do get it. But I just want people to realize, like, it's very dangerous to assume that just because lesbians voted means that they all just start thinking, hey, let's bang these girls. Like, that's unrealistic and you shouldn't immediately go to that it shouldn't make you uncomfortable can you question something yes totally i i think you should but i don't think you should immediately jump to the like this makes me uncomfortable and i think they want to bang them is there any other topics that you want to hit before we get out of here that's that's all i got one thing i we've, we forgot to mention because I, I don't want to insult them uh we have a new subunit called b2b blue that just that just debuted or came back or something so Congratulations to them. I guess they're trying to do a ballad sound, which I don't understand because B2B is already starting to do like ballad sounds, but whatever <laughs> whatever they want to do, so. Yeah, I guess live your life, right? Yeah. Let me see. Oh, uh you're you're probably not going to have much to say about this at all, but 
one of my favorite vocalists, Sandal of B1A4. Also, also, one of my ultimate biases is going to have a solo album, and I am so excited. This kid was born to sing, so I'm glad he gets to sing all by himself. <laughs> Do we know what kind of like concept it's going to be? Is it going to be a ballad or? No, I've I've only seen the thing that said he was preparing for a solo album or something. He's oh, done a lot of ballads. He's known for going on Immortal Song and singing ballads or like trotty type stuff. So it might be that, but we'll see. Cool, that's awesome. Uh, I don't, I don't really know anything about him, so um, I'll definitely, like I said, I'm, I'm gonna try to watch all the comebacks and be way, way more diligent as a podcaster. Um, so I'll definitely check it out, and uh, we'll definitely bring it up when we get more information for sure. Um, but congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah so uh definitely congratulations to him on getting like a solo debut that's pretty dope that's that's pretty big yep that's i think that's it okay um well thank you guys for listening and uh thank you juliet for joining me um if you would like to reach out to us you can email us not netizens at gmail.com uh you can also find this podcast on soundcloud uh, soundcloud.com slash not your average netizens if you're listening to us there please subscribe to us and comment um like i said i am trying to check it more i admit i didn't check the last one but i've been super busy at work that is my excuse and i'm sticking to it um but i, I will try to be better about checking it i do check the amona one and track that so if you are an amona user and you would like to interact with us quickly i definitely check the amona one like right away because all those all those uh comments come to my inbox so it's a lot easier um if you would rather listen to us on iTunes, we are out there. You can find us. Um, if you go to podcast and search for Not Your Average Netizens, we'll be the only thing that comes up that's updating. Um, there's an older one that we first made and messed up. So you'll definitely easily find ours, though. It has our logo and all that good stuff. If you follow us there, please rate and subscribe and comment. All of that stuff really helps. It's the way we get noticed. Uh, we do have exciting news in the pipeline. Uh, once we get to a little bit of a better schedule and we have more podcasters coming up, we'll definitely bring it up. But there is exciting stuff on the horizon for Not Your Average Netizens, so we're definitely not going anywhere. If you would like to interact with us on Twitter, you can reach us at uh, NYA Netizens, and you can also get to us on Tumblr, uh, notyouraveragenetizens.tumblr.com. Uh, again, if you guys, if there's any topics that you want us to hit, uh, it could be a serious topic, it could be silly, um, it could be a particular group that you want us to watch, reach out to us, like tweet at us. You can tweet at me directly. My Twitter is at PapaMurdy. We'll hit it, especially if somebody brings it up. I will definitely go out of my way to watch whatever it is and talk about it. So uh, please reach out to us. Um, we're only here and we can only do this because you guys listen. Otherwise, we'd just be talking at a wall. So um, thank you guys for listening. Uh, Juliet, once again, thank you for joining us. Thank you to all the other podcasters out there that are doing your thing. And we'll see you guys next week. Yeah. Uh, and all the other uh, podcasts and the K-pop um, hemisphere thing. So, or spear, I should say. I don't know. Anyways, uh, <laughs> we're getting out of here. I'm getting out of here because I'm just babbling. So yep. take care and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye.